Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 242 of the Fun With Cars Formula One podcast. I'm Robin Warner. Today, I'm going to talk about the Hungarian Grand Prix from Budapest, which was the 12th round of the Formula One championship. For full schedules of all four race series, go to funwithcars.com slash schedules. It is Sunday evening, August 5th, and before I get to the results of the Hungarian Grand Prix, I wanted to apologize for this delayed show. My day job has kept me quite busy this past week, which, you know, happens from time to time, and my son, Harrison, turned two. That was yesterday, so there was planning for that. But no matter, uh, Chris Roush and I will record an episode during the summer break sometime that gives an overview of our thoughts on the season thus far, kind of like a mid-season, if you will analysis and then i'll pick things back up when formula one returns to spa but anyway hungry once again it was lewis hamilton that won the race for mercedes and he was followed by two ferraris uh sebastian vettel in second and kimi raikkonen in third daniel ricardo finished the race and did so in fourth for red bull racing he was the leading red bull valtteri botas the second mercedes was fifth pierre gasly for scuderia toro rosso honda sixth place strong result he was the last guy on the lead lap and was followed by the lead Haas Ferrari of Kevin Magnussen in 7th. The lead Renault was Fernando Alonso, typical, in 8th place. In ninth place was Carlos Sainz in the leading Renault. 10th place went to Romain Grosjean, who scored a point and was the second Haas Ferrari. 11th, Brendan Hartley in the second Scuderia Toro Rosso Honda. 12th place went to Nico Hulkenberg in the second Renault. 13th place, Esteban Ocon in the leading force India Mercedes. He was followed by his teammate Sergio Perez in 14th. Marcus Erickson was the leading Sauber Ferrari, finished in 15th. Sergei Sorokin, <laughs> he was the leading Williams in 16th place. Lance Stroll followed him behind in 17th. Um, the last three were not quali- classified as finishes, and that was Stoffel Van Dorn, who got 49 laps, Max Verstappen, who got five, and Charles Leclerc, who got absolutely none. So the race itself was interesting. It was a good race, but it was fairly straightforward. The biggest dramas were the retirements that happened, Max Verstappen being the leading one, just five laps in, having the trouble he had. But, you know, it was a fantastic qualifying. You know, we had wet qualifying where it started pretty dry and then uh, was intermediates in Q2 and full wets in Q3 and... Lewis Hamilton had just a killer Q3 lap to take the pole position, which he did by, you know, a few tenths pretty comfortably. And it was actually Mercedes 1-2 in qualifying. It was Mercedes 1-2, Ferrari 3-4, Kimi Raikkonen leading Vettel. And then Carlos Sainz got a great lap in for Renault. And Pierre Gasly had a fantastic lap for the Scuderia Toro Honda. So it wasn't the most electric race out there but it wasn't bad it was a strong event but considering that it's just me and i'm not having a discussion with chris we won't go too much into it i think the important thing especially now that we're a week past it is to just look at where we are with uh, championship lewis hamilton has uh, retained the championship and extended his lead is now 213 points against sebastian vettel's 189 so 24 point gap almost a race victory points gap. And then Kimi Raikkonen is now in third place with 146. Valtteri Potas 
did get ahead of Dan Ricardo again. He's now in fourth with 132 points. Dan Ricardo, fifth place with 118. His teammate Max Verstappen is the last one with more than 100 points in sixth. Then it's a pretty big drop down. We'll stop going over points, but Nico Rosberg is in seventh. Kevin Magnussen eighth. Fernando Alonso ninth, and Sergio Perez tenth in the championship. Now Sergio Perez and Carlos Sainz actually have the same number of points, but Sergio Perez has the better result. So it's uh, beginning to look like Mercedes might be able to hold on to this one, but there are some strong Ferrari races coming up, so this is far from over. And more and more people think that Ferrari now has the strongest engine. Uh, I think that's debatable, and maybe it is the strongest, but only by the teeniest little bit. So I'm not going to read too much into that. In the Constructors' Championship, it is Mercedes in the lead again. Now, that's actually tighter, believe it or not. It's 345 points for Mercedes, 335 points for Ferrari. So that could be quite competitive, and we could see one manufacturer win the constructors, but not the drivers. And uh, we haven't had that in a little while, thanks to Mercedes' dominance. Red Bull is third in the championship, and comfortably so, but they are over 100 points behind Ferrari. So over 110 points behind Mercedes. Mid-pack, though, still pretty interesting. Renault is in fourth, Haas fifth, Force India sixth, and uh, McLaren Renault seventh. And all four of them, there's only a 30-point spread between fourth and seventh place in the Constructors' Championship. There's a lot of potential there. Now, Toro Sahanda, they're in eighth. They have 28 points compared to McLaren's 52. So probably nothing too likely for them to do any better than that. Uh, but they are comfortably ahead of Sauber Ferrari, who have 18 points, and then you know poor Williams with four points. It's just been just a god-awful season for Williams, and I don't want to talk about it. But, of course, the big, big news since the Hungarian Grand Prix is that Daniel Ricciardo has signed a deal with Renault. Daniel Ricciardo is leaving Red Bull Racing to join the factory team of Renault Racing. He's going to join Nico Hülkenberg. Carlos Sainz is not going to return to Renault next year, which does two very interesting things. One, it opens up a really fascinating discussion because, at least right now, Red Bull is the faster car. And where and who is going to take that Red Bull racing seat? Uh, right now, the two leading candidates are Carlos Sainz to get move up to the big team from Toro Rosso, which he was kind of on loan from Renault to have that option in a way anyway. So that's uh, that's where I wouldn't be too surprised if it happens. But also, Pierre Gasly is a leading candidate for that seat, which could be really fascinating. So really nice way to spice up the silly season. So we have to yet again thank Daniel Ricciardo for bringing entertainment both on and off the track. Is it a good decision? Personally, I kind of think it is. I think that Renault is a proper factory effort. I think that they are going to put in real resources and real money to eventually get to the top. And I think that there's a stability to be with a factory team that also produces the engines that just can't be matched by anybody else. So that to me is the biggest positive with it. Besides, I'm sure that the financial reward wasn't bad either. Anyway, the only way to know for sure is by looking into future seasons. So that's what we're going to have to do. And that is definitely what I'm going to do. 
That's right. It is time for trivia. And once again, I have trivia. <laughs> and this is going to work out well. This is nice. I'm going to ask a question now, and then I'll ask the question again when Chris Roush, when Chris Roche joins me, and we'll see if he knows it. The question is, who is the driver whose win at the Hungarian Grand Prix is his only win of his Formula One career? Okay, so there's a driver who won in Hungary that turned out to have his only win be his win in Hungary. And uh, there's going to be no clues for this one. And uh, the answer of that will come next podcast. Okay, we kind of got a summer break going on. It's fascinating how this schedule works out, actually. So the next round of Formula One will be its 13th round at the Belgian Grand Prix Spa on the 26th of, 26th of August, 2018. And then the other three series, IndyCar, WEC, and IMSA, all of their next races are on the 19th of August. IndyCar is going to an oval at Pocono, that's in Pennsylvania, and that's their 14th round. The World Endurance Championship is going to have their third round at Silverstone, that's a six-hour event. And IMSA is going to have their 10th round at the Virginia International Speedway, and that is a two-hour and 40-minute event. So the 19th of August is going to be a busy weekend for us race fans. But anyway, I want to thank you for listening. Please take a moment to review us on iTunes or on whatever platform you get our podcast. Please leave comments on the episode of your choice by going to funwithcars.com. As always, I can be reached at feedback at funwithcars.com. Tweet us at fun underscore with underscore cars and check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash FWCars. I'm Robin Warner. Goodbye. Goodbye.